Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Glenn Jones, and we're talking about Upper Cumberland history. Today, I have with me Carol Bradford. She's the assistant Putnam County archivist. Hi, Carol. Welcome Hello, to the Glenn. show. Hello, Thank you. Welcome to the show. Um, a lot of people wonder, what is an archives? We get that question. I'm sure you get that all the time. So can you tell us kind of what you do at the archives? What is the archives? Well, the archives is... It- Usually it's just a collection of government records, government documents, and we do have other things in there, but uh, we have marriage licenses, we have court cases, we have maps, just a variety of anything that uh, that might be government-related or history-related. Do you have school things? that? Yes, we have school uh, records. One time there was over 125 elementary schools in Putnam County. We have a record on each of those. We have church records. We have uh, records uh, of marriages and other uh, documents like that. So you have deeds, too? or We have deeds. Uh, we have deeds for various things. You know, we have some um, cemetery deeds. We have some land deeds, even hotel deeds at historical hotels. We have just lots of deeds for different things. Uh, if somebody asks and we don't have it, we try to locate whatever they're asking for. So the majority of the deeds are at the courthouse, the old courthouse, but we have some of the real old ones. Well, they're pretty good to us at the courthouse. If we ask for a deed, they'll usually uh, try to find it for us if it's if it's available. Mm-hmm. So what do you do at the, and how did you get interested in the archives? How did you just become the assistant? Well, uh, my husband and I volunteered at the archives for almost a year, I'm a retired teacher from Baxter Elementary, and I loved history. And when um, the archives came into existence um, April 1st, 2008, and uh, Glenn Jones, you are the archivist, have been the archivist all these years. And I thought, well, I wanted to volunteer there and uh, see what I could find out. And uh, that's what we did. And my first big project was on the schools, being a retired teacher, and I did a huge uh, binder on all the school information I could find, and that's continued on. Uh, I've been there a little over nine years, and I've been doing any kind of history that I can do, but I I prefer schools and things like that. Mm -hmm. I remember when you brought that big binder with all the school pictures of schools, like from 1915 and on. Yes. Well, even before that, the first school in Putnam County was – in Monterey, and it was Standing Stone, built in 1920. It was just a cabin, and that's where our school system actually started in Putnam County. So how did you really get involved in the history part of it? Well, for years, I was a member of Upper Cumberland Genealogical Association, and that's where I met Miss uh, Maureen Patton. Um, she was the county historian for many years till she passed away in t- 2009, and I would go to her house, and we would share information and that's that's really how I got started, and it just went from there. Uh, anything I could find that uh, we needed to write something about or to record, we did working with Miss Patton all that time. So Miss Maureen Patton lived on Highway seventy. It became the Patton House Museum later on. But Miss um, Patton, she had a lot of records. Can you tell us kind of where she stored them? She had she had a basement full of filing cabinets. Also, other shelves and, and things like that. And if you wanted a record on any family in the Upper Cumberland, not just Putnam County, you could uh, go 
ask her and she would help you uh, show you where it was or or if you called her she would answer you and um, that's that's the way we got started we're speaking with carol bradford the assistant putnam county archivist putnam county and we've been talking about maureen Patton, the uh, the past historian of putnam county and how she had all these records well uh she was real good to share her records and when she passed away she wanted those records kept and it was mainly genealogy records family records and so she donated those records to the putnam county archives which we have them today they're public um, records that people can come in and we'll show them whatever family that they're looking for Uh, she also had maps and other things that uh, she would share with people um she was just a big help to anybody that uh, asked for it, for information. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people interested in history has been to her house, and she had a pretty large basement, but it was it was really full of filing cabinets and books and all that. Can you tell us kind of what all that stuff was and how those family charts, how they were written up? Uh, her uh, Miss Patton wrote in pencil. You wouldn't find anything in ink, and each filing cabinet contained in alphabetical order contained family folders. And you, uh, if you gave her new information, she would put it in that folder. And, and if you disagreed with her, she would try to prove you wrong. So all of her information was kept right there. Then she had a drawer with obituaries in it, not just Putnam County, as I said. It's um, all of Upper Cumberland uh, obituaries. And anybody could look at those. I've looked at those. I've looked at her file folders many times through the years. It's just um, she was a wealth of information for people, and she was a retired school teacher, and that made her more interested in history too. Uh, when did she die? She died February of two thousand and nine. She'd been sick for a while, and um, it was a while before the Putnam County Archives uh, inherited her house. It was a few months, and then everything had to be moved from there. Uh, as far as genealogy and her history records had to be moved to the archives, and. From there, um, the archives is where the archives is located now in South Dix. It's been there since uh, September of 2010, and it was soon after that um, that the building became available, and our records were moved uh, from from her house from different places. Uh, we still have things in storage, but um, like I said, she was just a good source of information, and she didn't mind sharing it with you. Her house had a lot of dolls in it. Tell us kind of okay. how that happened. The doll museum um, became available. Uh, the house was uh, available, and we wanted to put something in it. And um, Velma Thompson donated over 2,000 uh, dolls and doll pieces. And so uh, Glenn Jones, you being the archivist, decided that that'd be a good doll museum. And so that's where uh, we finally located the dolls, and we had lots of volunteers to, to help with that. Um, it took a lot of work, a lot of volunteers, but it was nice. They were open on Saturday from uh, 1 to 4. They've had tea parties there, little girl birthday parties there. It was just, just a pretty place, and the, the dolls made the adults, the ladies, remember their childhood and all the dolls they had as a, as a little girl. And hopefully one day... We'll have more dolls, more places for the dolls. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat. We've been speaking with Carol Bradford. She's the assistant Putnam Countyist.
archivist and we'll be right back welcome back to the chat today i have with me carol bradford assistant putnam county archivist carol we've been talking about the doll museum the Patton house museum being the same thing there on highway 70 and as everyone know over a little over a year ago march 3rd a tornado came and did quite a bit of damage to the house can you tell us about what's going on well it took a while, but with the help of volunteers, we got the dolls moved out, and they're in the basement of our building now on South Dixie. Um, we had, the archives had stored records there, uh, books, um, maps, other things that we just didn't have room for in our archives building. And now we're in the process of removing the, uh, the things from the Patton House, the doll museum, because that building is going to be tore down, and we're going to have a new archives building built on that same location. It'll be uh, two floors, and we'll be on the, the top floor, and we'll share the basement with the veterans uh, guys, Mark Harrison and uh, Mike Glass. And we're kind of looking forward to that. We know it's going to be a big job to move everything we have in our archives. Plus, we have things in storage, so... Uh, one day in the future, before too awful long, we'll have a, a new building to go to. Well, that'll be nice. There's other things that the archives does. Can you tell us? Well, just recently, we put up signs for a post office and for uh, unincorporated community, as burn community down Highway 70. But we've done loads of those. We've done um, church signs. We've done post office signs, school signs. We have, we have uh, several signs now to be put up. We use the community service people that the uh, probation people send us to help um, us get the signs put up. And once we get a sign up, we, uh, we encourage people to come and have their picture made, which we have uh, about four pictures made tomorrow for the newspaper. And that's, that's just what, um, what we do. Um, the other thing, once these pictures are made, we're ready to do the story for the uh, different signs that we put up. Um, How do you go about picking what community or what school that you're going to do pictures on for we, the sign up? We let uh, the people in that community tell us, I want to pay for this school sign. Can I pay for the cemetery sign? Can I pay for the church sign? Whatever sign it is, they've seen them around. They've seen enough that we have done. If they, they want theirs done. Uh, recently, just today, somebody asked if they could do Cars Chapel School. Well, I'll take her the form. She'll she'll tell us what she wants. That's what we do is just let people uh, in the community. And that's how we get our stories and our history, too, is from people that gathers for the picture. And we'll ask questions. And, um, you know, how long were you in that community? Or did you go to school there? Or who who's that person? And um, they'll tell us, and, and anything, these stories we do, we put in the newspaper. Anything we put in the paper is accurate. I'm, I'm going to say 99.9% because if we don't know something or we can't prove it, we just don't put it in the paper. We may put put different articles, but we just don't put uh, anything that we can't prove. So if you read something that the archives has had in the paper, then you can assume that we know what we're talking about. So um, anyway, that's that's what what we do with those signs and with our stories, and we seem to have a good response from the community on those. They really like the signs, and and uh, 
we have very few that we have to replace. Very seldom do we do that. We're speaking with Carol Bradford, assistant Putnam County archivist, and we've been discussing the unincorporated school signs and church uh, post office signs, cemetery signs that we've been putting up all over the county. Kind of tell us what the difference between the signs are and why. Well, the school signs are, we try to make them in a shape of an old-fashioned school, and it says historic school on it, and then we have their name, the name of the school put on there. And for the most part, we know when the school began and when it closed. Some we don't, but most of them we do. And uh, a church sign is made similar to the school sign, but it'll have a cross on top of it. The church, uh, the school sign has the flag. We uh, we do the post offices same same way. They're more of a rectangular type sign. Uh, the community signs are rectangular, and they'll have uh, it'll say the name of the historic community, and then it'll tell uh, maybe tell something about it. It might not, but it says unincorporated. And for the most part, for the unincorporated signs, we use communities that have a post office. We have done a few without the post office there, but they did have schools there, and that was a big part of a lot of the communities uh, that we've done signs for. So. Tell the people what unincorporated means versus incorporated. <laughs> unincorporated means that there was it was uh, not part of the city or the town. It was uh, just out uh, like incorporated city of Cookville has city limits. Those were just a community. Uh, they had a post office, had a school, churches, but it just wasn't big enough to be an incorporated town. So I heard something about Double Springs. A lot of people aren't aware that it was an incorporated community town with a mayor and all that. Yes, it was. And it's one of the first, uh, well, probably almost the first post office that was in Putnam County. Um, Double Springs sprang up because of Blackburn's Fork, the the creek, and then the river. And uh, even there were, where the cemetery is now, there were Indian mounds up on that hill. And um, it just it has one of the I'm going to say the best histories. The uh, farther farther back you go, it it has the history for the county. And uh, when Double Springs Post Office closed, the mail went to Cookville from there. But uh, before that, it was just it was thriving. I mean, it had hotels, it had uh, 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 saloons, a train depot. It had a train depot. Had several stores. And it's just an interesting um, community to study. My parents' farms right at Double Springs oh. next to the cemetery. Oh. I lived there for years. Well, that that's interesting too. But so you know a little bit about it. But we we just any that we any community that we can uh, find anything on, whether somebody asks for a sign or not, we still dig into that community history to see what we can find. Um, there's there, there's communities that we've done such as Quiz Q U I Z. That's an unusual name. Right. There's others we haven't done, such as Avaton and um, Irby. Um, some that we have done were like Hudgens is, is um, on uh, Burgess Falls Road. Um, St. Luke is way down Martins Creek area. And there's there's others that, that we've done, and anybody's welcome to come see what we do. Well, I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Carol Bradford, Assistant Putnam County Archivist, 
and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the chat. Today I have with me Carol Bradford, Assistant Putnam County Archivist. Carol, we've been talking about these unincorporated signs that are springing up all over the county, the school signs, the church signs, the post office signs. What other things have kept you busy at being the assistant of the Putnam County Archivist? Well, we get lots of phone calls, and most of the time we can help people by the way of phone. Uh, otherwise, they can come in, and uh, we'll share our genealogy information with them. Um, maybe they want to know the history of a school. Uh, we have hundreds of folders on all the schools that were ever in Putnam County that we know about. Um, we have over 500 cemetery folders. There were over 500 cemeteries in the county, and we have folders on each one of those. Um, it's been a while, but we found one cemetery that wasn't even listed in the Maureen Patton Cemetery book. It's one at Monterey. And we just do, do things like that. And uh, as I said, the schools was, were my, was my main interest, being a retired teacher. So I, I kind of go toward the schools t- uh, trying to find information on those. And there's still a few pictures of schools that we don't have um, yet. So, but... Back to the history, we ask people to come in and bring us any kind of history that uh, they might have pictures. People don't realize that their pictures are, are good. That's just an old picture of Daddy's store or whatever. No, that's something, history that Putnam County needs to save. And it's it's been hard, but people are finally coming to us and bringing, bringing stuff. And uh, we also have the Veterans Hall in our archives, and we have um, over 90 showcases and almost a thousand pictures of framed veterans from Putnam County and people are wanting to put their uh, veterans picture in there it costs $50 for the picture and and that cost goes to framing it correct yes it goes to the frame shop we don't get money from that we just do the the service I mean that's something to honor the veterans we, uh, it's a must-see. I mean, everyone uh, in the county needs to come and see the Veterans Hall. That's right, 121B South Dixie in the lower level of the county clerk's office. But people are bringing us uniforms, uh, even from World War One recently. Uh, if you have a uniform that you don't know what to do with, don't throw it away. Just We've seen people bring them in from yard sales and all that stuff. But just bring us um, any, any veteran thing that you have um, that would help us. In what we do, um, like I said, pictures, uh, maps. Well, we we've got a, a gun from uh, the Spanish American War recently. You may have seen the picture of Glenn and the uh, the man's picture in the paper, but that's something that maybe other people have. But we we take anything like that that's history. So yeah, and that man said that it actually seen action at the Philippines. Right. Yeah. And he didn't know what to do with it. He was worried about it. He was an older gentleman, and it was his grandfather. So he, when he figured out he could bring it there, he knows now that the public can enjoy it. That's right. And we we do a story for the paper when we do these pictures. We do uh, we put a story in the paper explaining what it is. A lot of people, oh, they've heard of the uh, Spanish American War, but may not know a lot about it. We hear more about the World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, and those, but. Uh, if you have anything uh, going toward military, uh, we'll take anything like that. Pictures, whatever you, whatever you might have for the military, as well as for any of the historical things that were in Putnam County at one time. So it's open Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yes. Uh, and, and most holidays. Right. 
We're speaking with Carol Bradford, Assistant Putnam County Archivist, and um, we've been talking about the Putnam County Veterans Hall and other things. But let's talk, what else is going on at the archives? Well, today we had a phone call from a lady that lives out of town. She wanted to know what to do with her dolls, and she knows that we don't have the doll museum since it was uh, hit by the tornado. But we do have the, have the dolls in storage, so she said she would call and bring the dolls. And that's what I mean. If you have anything relating to history, um, I'm not sure what these dolls, how they relate to history, but she didn't want to sell them. She didn't want to throw them away, so she wanted to donate them. So anything you have that you can donate to the archives. Um, Where is the farthest visitor that you know of that came and spent time oh, in the father's, genealogy? Oh, the farthest visitor was Australia, and she came uh, for... Well, she was there several times within a month. I remember her saying she distinctively left Australia to come to Cookville, Cook, Putnam County exactly. Archives. Her her family, her one of her relatives left Putnam County like in the 20s, 1920s, and went to California. And then from there, evidently, they migrated on to California, New Zealand. And she was just thrilled to to be in our archives, and she couldn't believe all the all the things we had even at that time. That's been three or four years ago, but that is the farthest away that anybody has been. But we get them from California to Maine. I remember her being shocked that we would know about her grandfather's cabin on the Roaring River, but yeah. we did. We had we, we had pictures of it right at the Putnam County Archives. Yes, that's right, and that's why we ask that you donate anything like that because she could have come there and we had nothing to interest her but i know she was there three different times or three days in that week and um, i'm not sure how long she stayed in the county but um she has called us uh twice since then just to thank us for for helping her so much and that that's what we do we try to help people you know as much as we can and uh and but we want people to help us, and they have been. That, that's what's. That's what. Uh, that's what the archives is for. And you know, in in the past, a lot of time history hasn't been uh, kept, or it's at home. You know, in the in the trunk or in the basement or somewhere. Bring it out. Bring it to the archives. Let us share it with other people. That's what people just don't understand. There's maps there. There's maps. Uh, all the way back to 1835, I think, is one. I know there's uh, in the 1800s. Um, maps are just a big thing, and we deal with the roads, too. You wouldn't believe how many roads have name changes through the years. And if you look at those old maps, you can see what the road used to be. Um, I'm going to say Jefferson used to be the Sparta to, uh, I mean, the Cookville to Sparta Highway. You know, people don't know that. It used to go straight straight to Sparta. It didn't curve down around Wits and, and down Hudgens and that way. So we, we know things like that. We can prove it by maps and papers that we have. So now we may not can answer all your questions, but we do our best. And if we can't, we'll look them up. You know, like I said, these maps are real interesting. Um, well, today we were looking at one from 1888, and you just wouldn't believe where the roads used to go. It used to go straight through. And now there's so many little roads that are offsets you don't you can't figure out why a road didn't go from Cookville to Sparta in some other place but but it didn't you know it did back then but not now so well I'd like to thank Carol Bradford 
the assistant Putnam County archivist, for coming to the show, and we appreciate her. Thank you.